Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We at How To Kill and our love Hitman, so we've decided to give away a collector's edition of the new Hitman game, which comes with a Hitman game and collector's box, Agent 47 chess master statue, you can't play chess with it though, it's a bit big, uh, digital game download, art book, tie and clip set, yes, the Hitman tie, and a Requiem blood money pack with exclusive outfits and weapons. If I'm honest with you, I like that pack because he gets to wear a white suit. You kind of look pimpish when you're doing some killing. So if you want to win all of that, uh, consigning with the release of the game, all you have to do is go to howtokillanhour.com slash win. That's howtokillanhour.com slash win. you serious? This is How To Kill An Hour with myself, Marcus Bronzy. Yeah, and it's uh, me, Nick Bright, this week with Marcus. And... Uh how you doing, mate? You right? Yeah, I'm good, bruv. Yeah. I'm very, very well, man. Good, good. Plenty of ways to kill an hour out there. Right now, you're going to kill one with us. Yeah, and uh, love to all those listening via the Apple Podcast app and uh, Acast as well. Uh, Eve, Jean, uh, Matt Ray, and Devon Jameson. Devon all, Jameson. Yeah, all locked in. I hope I said that right as well. Eve, Eve, Jean, Jane, Jean. Yeah. My French accent is a bit... It's a is bit it leave, leave it? Yeah, 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 it's a bit in the yeah. words of Lethal Bizzle. Yeah. Yeah. I would have said Yves jeans. That's what I would have said. It's definitely not that. It's definitely not that. Definitely not that. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking of Devin Jameson, he deserves a huge congrats as he won the Street Fighter uh, 5 giveaway that we had uh, happening in the show before last. And he was gassed because he won on his birthday. Hadouken! Try you lose. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Flawless. For- yeah, brothers. The one. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to you, man. He won on his birthday. So congratulations for that, man. Um, if you want to shout out on the next episode, all you have to do is click on the link in the description that we put in the episode and uh yeah you can give us a shout out give us a review as well because um it helps thank you very much so um welcome to the show nick bright your first time killing an hour yeah it's my first time i mean i've killed many an hour in my life um (laughs) i must say i've been bored quite a lot in my life but um yeah my first time actually killing an hour with you marcus on the podcast man so thanks for having me on yeah Um, because i've heard previous episodes one of the, the the craziest ones that i've heard was um you and dev from radio one um, yeah man he's off the hook he's a he's a funny guy dev i do yeah. i don't know if you know but i do the um the radio one versus one extra like video game challenge with dev yeah, yeah you just yeah. mentioned street fighter and um in the latest one we play street fighter against each other we play two other games as well we play the a game called um unravel and uh, plants versus zombies 2 yeah um was it garden warfare plants versus zombies garden warfare 2 i won the gaming challenge right Dev was so mad. Like, I can't begin to describe to you how annoyed Dev was that I won. It's like, 
for the purpose of the video, he was all like, oh, yeah, you know, sad, the next one, blah, blah, blah. But then as soon as the director went, cut, he was like, he jumped up. There was expletives all over the place. It was ridiculous. Really? Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. That's, like, that's what's interesting about Dev is that, obviously, because you guys are like BBC broadcasters, you've got to keep it clean. Yeah, yeah, we've got to keep it clean cut out here. But when you, um, when Dev's in real life sometimes, when he's upset, he's got an arsenal. This guy, <laughs> this guy, I'm telling you. Like, it, 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 was, it was one of those scenarios, right, where yeah. it got awkward in the room. There was loads of us in the live lounge where we film it, and yeah. it's like it got awkward in there all the camera guys were just like silent like Dev's <laughs> producer was just like silent and he was so angry he was like and he wouldn't let it lie you know like when you're so annoyed about something yeah. you don't want to let it go everybody else is just like oh just forget about it man don't just worry about it yeah 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 you don't want to let it go you're like no 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 I'm bringing it back no no did like, you try to play again he, wa- well, he wanted to like Recheck, like change the whole edit because how we've done it right is like he won the first two games he won the zombies versus um plants versus zombies and then um street fighter yeah. so it all came down to unravel so what what we did for the purpose of the video is i said let's do winner takes all so i challenged him said winner takes all and unravel and then i beat him on unravel and then at the end he was like no we need to change the edit man put unravel in the middle and then have street fighter at the end so i win 2-1 i was like you can't do that because if you won on unravel it's like you wouldn't want to change the order then like that's a bad loser but um yeah shout out to dev but hopefully in the next one that we do he um I don't know, he has some anger management between now and then because it was, I saw a different side to him. Wow. I think it might just be the Street Fighter thing because I think he thinks he's a bit of a Street Fighter Don. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did slap me up at Street Fighter, man. I must say, like, yeah. he battered me. You like, got him on a round, though. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't beat him on a round. I think what happened is, like, when we were warming up, yeah. it was different. I had him a few times in a round. And okay. then, like, because Logan Sama was doing the commentary and obviously Logan Sama does a lot of that actually for Capcom. Yeah. So, um, He's really clued up when it comes to Street Fighter. And um, Logan hit the nail on the head, really, for me. He was saying Nick's really struggling to get his special moves away. Yeah. That's what it, what's what it, that's what it was for me, whereas Dev was getting, like, the... Because we played as um, Ryu, as I say, or Ryu, however you want to say it, and, and Ken, so basically. And he was getting his Hadoukens and, like, Tiger Punches and everything away straight away every time. Bang. Yeah. Whereas for me, it was like... Because I ain't used to playing it. Like, Dev... He's a big Street Fighter fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't really been into involved with Street Fighter since Street Fighter 2 on the NES, uh, the SNES. Yeah. Like, you know, um, since back in the day. So for me to get the special moves away, it was taking like a few attempts. But Logan actually gave me some good advice because what I was doing is I was pressing the attack button too quickly. I was doing the like D-pad or yeah. the, 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 the um, di- directional stick, but then like pressing the button too quick after I'd done the like maneuver on the pad. Yeah. Like, like, up, down, left, right, blah, blah, blah. And, um, it was just like throwing a really weak punch and I was just getting slapped down by like tiger kicks and like uh, helicopter kicks and tiger punches and all sorts. It was ridiculous, bruv. Ridiculous. Mad. But yeah, he beat me both. He, d- he done me easy because it was like, we, we done like first to two in it. So, but yeah, best yeah, out of three yeah, and like yeah. he, he just done it in two. Really? Yeah, it was one of them. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. Mm. If if someone's a champion and you're not that good at the game, I don't know what to say in it. It's not like um, it's not like you rolled up in there like Conor McGregor saying like yeah yeah talking smack yeah. Where's my coffee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, man. We all saw what happened there, man. You know, I mean, oh. that that could be the most dangerous tactic of them all sometimes. Oh man. When you start, but like like I, listen, listen, I'm not a massive UFC fan, but like Conor McGregor got my attention. Like, and that, yeah. that says something. Yeah. When you're not a fan of something, and then a, a particular person in that sport grabs your attention that's worth mentioning but um like what i will say is it's so dangerous having that never say die attitude sometimes but then at the same time the most successful people normally do have those attitudes you know like mike tyson used to be like that in boxing floyd mayweather exactly money may he's like that still to this day the rock if you want to take it (laughs) that's scripted but if you want to take even further back muhammad ali you know i mean all these guys their whole thing was confidence they will come in and be like i will slap up whoever is put in my way but then if it don't go your way especially in 2016 in the era of the internet the haters are ready with the memes i think people are i think people are happier for a loss yeah of course than a win sometimes of course they can use those memes that they've been banking yeah. for months i'm telling you people make them years in advance yeah but conor mcgregor kind of sh- saved the meme thing and I, I don't know whether it was the irish charm or not but he kind of came out on top even though he lost yeah, he do you did, not feel like that he didn't get slaughtered as badly as I yeah. thought he would like you know when Ronda Rousey lost yeah like oh. she got destroyed online like yeah. it absolutely destroyed I think it's because of the way she lost you know like McGregor tapped out yeah. when he lost you yeah. know what I mean it was like a tap out so it's not as spectacular like Ronda Rousey got banged out like yeah so if it was a knockout yeah it's different like if he was like Pacquiao different. on the floor it would be different. Memesville because it yeah. was a tap out it was different. Yeah, it's like Dillian White in the boxing when he got knocked out by um, Joshua. And yeah. Joshua, bang, yeah. memes of all that on the floor. Um, Chat shit, get banged. Yeah, George Groves <laughs> as well against against Carl Froch a couple yeah. of years ago. There, there was all those chicken wing uh, memes because his leg folded back and it looked like a chicken wing. Everyone was just <laughs> killing him on, on the internet. <laughs> so, so you don't lose. Yeah. Don't lose that. Anyway, you know, before we crack on, actually, Nick, we haven't introduced you properly for the for those who don't know who you are, the small amount of people. You you are Nick Bright. What yeah. Do you, what do you do, mate? Well, I'm a, I'm a radio presenter normally on, on One Extra, so I do Saturdays and Sundays on BBC Radio One Extra, 10 in the morning to 1 in the afternoon. I, I do a bit of moonlighting these days now yeah. as well, though. I, I do little bits on Radio One, and I, I spring up on BBC Sport and stuff as well, presenting, um, like, on screen, if you, yeah. if you can yeah. take that, which is takes some getting used to, man, as a radio presenter. Like, it's all cool. Like, in here, I can make stupid faces to you right now as yeah. we're on air and like yeah. people won't even know apart from I changed my voice then but you know whereas on TV <laughs> it's like it's totally different man you, you, your camera's on you all the time yeah, yeah it's a different skill set yeah, do you yeah, not think yeah, definitely different skill set and like the thing is with radio is it's like it's all off the cuff and because of that I love it but it's like you can just I don't know you can just talk about whatever because it's all off the cuff and blah 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 it doesn't have to be clean cut and Mm. and people understand that whereas on TV it's a bit more like I don't know like you have to get everything perfect otherwise it's like no redo that again do that one again what's what's been the hardest thing on TV so far um, one of the hardest things that I've done is um, I do a thing called the FA People's Cup which is is, it's basically like a five a side football tournament which runs alongside the actual FA Cup Mm. and uh, at the, the prize for the winning teams there's loads of different categories so there's like uh, men's football women's football under 16s under 14s disability football blah 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 there's loads but like the prize for the winners of each category they get to go to Wembley and yeah. watch the FA Cup final and they get to go on a pitch at half time and stuff like that uh-huh. but the hardest thing was when I first done because I done it last year when I first done it right 
it's memorizing the numbers, bro. Like I am like the worst at memorizing stuff. Like <laughs> I can't remember anything. People, someone will tell me their name, right? They'll they'll shake my hand and go, "All right, I'm Steve." I'm, I'm like, "What's going on?" I'm Nick. Thirty seconds later, I'm thinking, "I don't know what this guy's name is, man. This is gonna get awkward, man. This is like gonna get super awkward." Like, thankfully, I'm in a I'm in a uh, a long term relationship because I ain't cut out for all this like Tinder, like meeting girls on Tinder. I wouldn't know their names. I'm, I'll be meeting them in bars, and I'm like, uh, 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 "Hang on, let me just load up the app." Uh, Lucy, hey, what's going on? Like, Bruh. yeah, I'm I'm rubbish with names, bruv. Like, always have been. Like, and you know, you know, people always say to you if you could change one thing about yourself what would it be it would be that for me hands down yeah right? remembering what yeah, what yeah. numbers by the way I don't, what, no, what do you mean by numbers it's things like um 4,000 teams are playing uh, 4,000 teams entered there's only 400 left and they're playing across nine venues in eight categories so it's like but there can only be yeah, one exactly, winner exactly exactly yeah, yeah, you know yeah, the kind yeah, of thing yeah, isn't it yeah, yeah. there can only be there can one only winner. be one victorious <laughs> one yeah oh, it's, it's all that stuff so it's remembering stuff like that that's one of the hard things some people are really cut out for this memory stuff you know what I mean like I used to watch Crystal Maze all the time fam and I saw people on that in the memory games remembering all the <laughs> symbols and stuff not me bro not me yeah which is something that they're bringing back the crystal maze which kind of is a you know what you know what you set out for a nice little segment yeah nice one Nick. like you need to you need to like you know on this podcast i know yeah. i know that you get to do it's one of the things we're going to talk about today actually yeah um, you know you get to do loads of cool things on the podcast somehow you've got to get the podcast in at crystal maze if, been, if we get it on, you're down then. You're down, I yeah? will tell you right now, I'll come, I will go definitely at three o'clock in the morning in my boxer shorts. <laughs> like, I am totally down for that. Like, yeah. I used to watch that because I remember it was the bald guy first, then it, Richard yeah. O'Brien, yeah. I think his name is. Then it turned to some next guy with hair uh, who wasn't as good. I don't even remember that. Yeah, it was Actually, another guy with brown hair. Crystal Maze basically was a game. Was it Channel 4 it was on? UK, Channel 4, I think it was on. Uh, you're testing my knowledge I don't know, now, it was, really, yeah, I think yeah. it was on Channel 4. Yeah. And it was basically like, um, was it Was it like, it, I felt like it was like watching Indiana Jones. It was like... It an was, Indiana Jones experience. Yeah, it was basically like, you, you had a team of like five or six people, something yeah. like that. And um, you went around four different zones. So it was the industrial zone... Uh, the futuristic zone, the Aztec zone, the Aztec zone, zone, and um, the medieval zone. Yeah, that's it. And then they changed the the, the, the uh, the industrial zone used to be the ocean zone. Okay. And then they changed it to the industrial zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't know that much. You just know all this. Anyway, yeah, carry on. And uh, basically, they went around each of these zones doing different... Games. So it was like a skill game, physical game, memory game, or oh, I can't remember the other one. I think it was like it was like maths or something. Yeah, that's yeah. why I can't remember it. Like man, a puzzle. The man was rubbish at maths. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they done different games, and it's like if they were successful in that game in that zone, they would get a crystal. Each crystal amounted for five seconds of time in the crystal dome at the end. When, oh yeah. yeah, when you went into the crystal dome, you had to grab the the. It's where it's like if you've ever heard a famous saying like, "Would you start the fans, please?" That's yeah. from Crystal Maze, yeah. and then like the fans would start in the crystal dome, and then these like. 
I don't know what you would call it. It was money, wasn't it? Money that threw around, like credits. Yeah, it was like credits. So they're they're kind of about the same size as a £5 note. And um, they would just fly around. Oh, you've got American listeners as well. Yeah, or or, or, a $20 bill. So these would be flying around. And uh, there'd be silver ones and gold ones. And you'd you'd have to grab as many gold ones as you can and not grab silver ones because they would come off your total at the end. Right. Yeah, you needed to get 50 gold to get a good prize or a hundred gold after deduction this is to get the numero uno super duper prize what were the pri- I don't even remember the prizes they were always they were things that you wanted yourself so you would say you know you know, like say if you wanted to go like skydiving yeah, yeah that yeah, would be your yeah. prize or if you wanted to go like race a Mercedes around a track that would be your prize or whatever you know what I mean stuff like that so um, you would name the prize but you'd have to get over a hundred gold after deduction which is hard you know that I forgot all about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was a big fan. Big yeah, I could fan. tell. All right, we'll we'll get on the ball. Who knows yeah. that could happen? Um, yeah, and that's a good way of talking about our killer bit for this week, really, because um, you know, like I've said in previous weeks, we we we're out there, we're going out there and trying out new things. And this week we went for uh, undercover London. Yeah, ah, uh, courtesy of Firehazard Games. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie. When you sent me the email about this, I read the little blurb because you, you 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 summed it up in up in a paragraph. Yeah, and, and I was like, this sounds sick that was my first (laughs) first thing i thought was like i read it and i was like this sounds like the best way to sum this up is like this sounds like like what you wanted to be when you were a kid you know when you was playing james bond or whatever you were like running around playing games with your friends pretending to be a secret agent i was like this is that Mm. but i'm doing it now when i'm in my 20s and i'm like rago i don't care i'm doing this in my 20s in the public in leicester square and all that and i do not care yeah i mean it and it started to get real a bit cl- like a bit closer to the experience so we signed up whatever yeah. put in all of our email addresses and like code names and stuff like yeah. that and then the email started popping in so was it like two days beforehand yeah, you yeah like you an get, email you get sent like an email or a text and it's like click here for your brief and all this <laughs> stuff and i'm like whoa yeah whoa like literally, Bronzy, everyone that I've told this to, and I've told a lot of people about this, a lot of people. I was talking to Nick Grimshaw, the Radio 1 breakfast show presenter, about it, and he was like, what? Like, <laughs> you what? Yeah, yeah, more like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? But everybody that I've told about this, Twin B and Yasmin Evans, who do One Extra Breakfast as well, yeah. they're, they're, they're all like, that sounds sick. Because realistically, right, for a lot of people listening out there, right, which is why this podcast is so useful, there's not that much to do, or so you think, in the daytime. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. in the nighttime, there's nothing's to do, you know what I mean? Like, you can go do loads of stuff. But in the daytime, if you're trying to kill an hour or trying to kill some time, it's like, well, what can we do? Yeah. Things like this, they're cleaning up, man. They yeah. are cleaning up. I think it's just going to grow more and more, like, because, like, as you're going to hear, like, the experience just got deeper and deeper. And it's like, once you, um, I found like I had to activate that part of my brain that was that I've not used since I was like nine years old when yeah, you used yeah. to play, like you said. Like, but it, it's like you don't even have to do it. Like, they're getting so immersive. Like, so example, we got the emails that were saying like, "This is your mission briefing." Yep. Then that turned into like some link that you clicked on, and we had to like, without spoiling the story, obviously, like rendezvous yep. somewhere. There was a picture of somebody, yeah. and it was like you got to meet this person at this place. They'll be doing this. Like, what was our one? Like, if do you want to say what what, what it was? Or? Um, we had to meet someone who was sitting in a specific way yeah. in a specific place doing a specific thing yeah and we had to roll up to them and say a code word so for example if the code word was like 
like telephone or something I'd yeah. be like oh man like the battery on my telephone yeah who says <laughs> telephone yeah sometimes the code words were really hard things to get into the combo <laughs> as well I was like I was, I was thinking how am I going to get this into a combo yeah. this is yeah. like a weird word to get into a conversation exactly but I suppose it has to be in it otherwise yeah. like people could accidentally do it like if it was have you got the time yeah you know enough people ask questions <laughs> like people that people getting involved yeah games. exactly have you got the time <laughs> yes come with me but um yeah it's sick man there's like um imagine like all the parts of espionage that you have that you that you see on like is it like a Bourne film I'd say so yeah, that yeah. Sort of stuff. picking yeah. up stuff drops yeah. surveillance following people and um they pitch you against people in the game that yeah. are part of it and also so, you against other people as well so basically yeah other people have signed up for this right mm-hmm. as, as, as well as us playing there were other teams playing as well but you don't know who the other teams are because they've all done a rendezvous in a different place to you yeah so you don't know who they are so you're not only playing against them because you have to try and potentially steal stuff from them you're playing against the, the I think they were calling them kind of senior agents yeah who are like patrolling around basically and you can get caught by a senior agent but what this does or what it did to me or us is it made us just paranoid about <laughs> everyone everyone <laughs> like I reckon, right, there's probably not even that many senior agents out there. I reckon there's probably one or two senior agents yeah. who are patrolling, looking for people playing the game. But because you're so paranoid, you think everybody is Everyone. in on the game. Yeah. You're like, look at that guy over there with the umbrella. It's not even raining. Yeah. This guy's in on the game. Yeah. Like, Have we seen that guy walk around the block twice? Like, Pretending that he's lost. He's not lost. It's he's crazy. Yeah. It's, it was so fun, though. And like I would say, with things like this, I mean... it. it if you're the type of person that does a thing like this, I think you're um, somebody who would throw yourself in at the deep end anyway. Because yeah. it's, you know, it's quite a, a different type of thing to do from the norm. But like, Marcus, you, bruv, you <laughs> took it to the next level. <laughs> like, th- let me just tell you, this guy, he turned up, he was like, we spoke the night before because we're obviously talking tactics from early. Yeah, we're, we're briefing yeah. each other. Listen, yeah. we're in it to win it, mate. You know what I mean? So Marcus was like, yeah, yeah, just so you know, tomorrow, like, don't judge me if I'm dressed like a tramp because I'm going to be throwing <laughs> stuff away. I was like, what? So I'm going to be throwing clothes away and it like halfway through, I'm just going to take my top off and throw it away. I have another top on underneath. It's cool. But like, and yeah. I was thinking, ah, oh, nah, he's just, he's just gassing it up a bit. He's not going to throw stuff away. But you actually did. Had the full outfit change. (laughs) You were wearing a green hoodie at first, which probably was a bad choice of outfit because um, it makes you stand out quite a bit. That it was it was my intent to have a standy outy hoodie and then switch to the low one. But because but 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 that tactic, I think it could have backfired on us a little bit because of the the timing in the game. I think like a tip for you if you're playing any of these kind of games is to just roll in inconspicuous, stay inconspicuous. Because that green hoodie, I think it get, we might have lost a few points because yeah, of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, without giving away too much, it depends what mission you're given first because mm. there's different types of mission. But it just so happened that um, the first mission that we were given was one that, like, if you're standing out, it's not a great one to be doing, basically. No. Yeah, yeah. because, because like, again, I don't want to give away too much, but, yeah, let's just say you were standing out a lot and you had to yeah. do something and it was easy for people to spot you. Yeah, and once we got into the flow of things... Actually, you know what we've not... The, one of the biggest things... These things are set in actual places, so yeah, we yeah. were playing in Leicester Square. That's why it's, you're so paranoid yeah, as yeah. well. That made it more real. I feel like yeah. that that made it very real because it was real, real people, real characters, yeah. or real good acting in a real place... 
and you're walking around streets, yeah. rendezvousing here, surveilling people. And like, so don't don't forget, this is Leicester Square. We played on a Sunday. Still very busy. Still other people. It like, there's rammed. other people like enjoying the normal day. Yeah. And, and we're running around playing this game around them. It's crazy. It's it's also like, you know, you've got all the, the normal stuff still going on. Yeah. You know, street performers with massive yeah. crowds all watching the street performers. It's good because you can blend in when you're paranoid as yeah. well. You know what I mean? Like we were. We were super, super paranoid. So I was like, at one point I was like, I'm I'm just going to watch this street performer because like, I, I'm, I, I think somebody's tailing me. Every five minutes, I'm exactly. like, someone's tailing Someone, me. Someone's onto me. Yeah, and yeah. Um, the good thing about that is that um, means that when they have got the stooges in the characters, they could actually not be involved in it at all. Like there was a uh, a community support officer that went to yeah. us. Are you right there, lads? But he didn't look like he was a proper community. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And we were like, nah, he's in on the game. Yeah. Run. He, 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 was wearing, he was wearing like a blue vest top yeah, or yeah, something it, and it was, was like it. and I was like that that don't look like a community police officer to me like blue <laughs> vest top. I've never seen someone wearing a blue vest top like that but um yeah it was it was really really cool playing um or being involved with something like that in a, such a busy place yeah like it added to the experience for me because yeah, it was sick. one of the funny things to think about is that Look, think how many times you've been to Leicester Square or Trafalgar Square or, you know, busy places in yeah. the city where you live and things like this are going on and you've got no idea. And we have had no clue. No idea. Like, there, at one point, um, I just want to heat you up now um, on the podcast. Yeah. At, at, at one point, we were trying to survey someone. We were basically trying to follow somebody around. And uh, we were worried that, that, that we might have alerted them that we were following them. Yeah. And you... Marcus decided to go into a coffee shop <laughs> um, and basically pretend you were meeting these two girls who yep. were just in there having a coffee. They were just in there chatting, minding their own business, and you rolled up to them and was like, uh, is it all right if I just sit with you? Just like give me a hug, pretend that you know me because like we're, we're doing this thing. And you tried to explain to him it what was it about, was with yeah. them. They were not believing you. They were like, this guy is trying to chirps me. This guy is trying to chat me up. Do you know what, Nick? I realised that was a bad idea. If you're playing these <laughs> games, involving other people that aren't in the game is a bad idea because when they started, because it was like a Costa coffee and I right, walked in there and I was like, guys, I need to, because they had like, where they were sitting was perfect to survey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right in the window. Like a window next to a street. We were looking for someone uh, who, was, who was doing something. We were like trying to survey them as part of one of the missions because loads of missions in this game. And I sat down next to them. I was like, girls, girls, like... Just so you know, this is the worst I'm playing, idea. I'm playing ever. a game. Just can you just pretend that you know me, like like chuckle and laugh. We're playing like a detective game, running around London, and they were just looking at me like you're fucking weird. I'm yeah. I'm there like wearing like a half crumpled, half changed outfit. They're <laughs> yeah. like, this they guy is talking shite, mate. There is no way because if I was a chick, if I was a chick, I'll be like, you're trying it. I'm, I'll be thinking these guys and their chat up lines. They're trying to get creative. Maybe I would have gave you a bligh because I. I'm like, this is quite a creative chat up line. If I'm honest, Nick, yeah, you know what, Nick? I don't think they were trying to chat me up because the way that they were clutching their shopping bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like, this guy looks yeah. homeless. and he He's going like, to rub us. Yeah, he looks like he's about to snatch our shopping. Yeah, so. that was nuts. You I, still sat with them, though. That's the maddest yeah, thing. Yeah, they had no choice. They had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to get those points for that round. But um, you know what? We were pretty on it, though. They did say um, at the end, you kind of have like a briefing and yeah. we got like a, a, a full printout about, you know, what we're good at, what we're bad at. And we got like detailed descriptions. And um, one of the things that they said is they appreciated our, our communication skills. Yeah. 
Do you want to run through our, yeah. our high tech communication skills? Because, you know, if I'm honest, you might want to employ this yourself. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to do this, the, I would most definitely recommend this because it's we, we when we originally talked about doing this mm. or getting involved with this immersive experience we were like oh well, we'll just be together for the whole time blah 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 but actually when you're rolling around in a group like and if one of you has been spotted or one of you's been made it, y- you want to try and like divert attention away from the other people in the group do you know what i mean yeah. so what we ended up doing is actually we did spend quite a lot of time together but we spent more time separate and obviously that brings up problems because if you're not together how are you going to communicate Mm. so we were like right we gotta have a skype freeway call so that's what we did we had a because there was three of us involved with this we had a skype freeway call and we had um hands-free kits in our ears (laughs) so we were looking we we, we were like proper taking this serious trust me like i said we wanted to win we went into this with the attitude like we think we'd be six secret agents right we think we'd be like quadruple oh seven yeah. so what we what we did is we done the skype call and it worked really really well for us yeah until the very end when, yeah, uh, when the, the, te- yeah, the, te- the technology flopped <laughs> on us a bit and let us down but it was like 10 minutes before the very end so yeah. like we'll give it a blight but um yeah it really worked very well because at one point like you were off doing one because sometimes you get multiple missions come yeah. up at once yeah so it's like you were off doing one thing and i was off doing another thing and then on other like points say if like somebody's got to drop something off in a particular location or whatever. Yes. Like it's hard if you're, if you, if you want to stick together and stay at one day, de- one end yeah. of that location, yeah. say, say for example, if it's a street, one of you can be at one end of the street saying, yeah. right, I'm not seeing anyone at this yeah. end. Blah, blah. Yeah. The other one of you can be at the other end of the street. So it's yeah. like, you've got both areas covered, but you can still communicate that, with each other. That had to be when we did our best um, interception, when yeah. we intercepted a drop. We done We'd, a little swoop. We did a swoop that was so clean, <laughs> <laughs> so clean. The guy that dropped the stuff didn't even realize. <laughs> oh yeah, man so yeah sick. that's undercover london man um if i'm like there's a couple of things that i would have improved and i think you raised this point um in terms of you're using like a your safari on your phone well, yeah, yeah. iphones using safari on our phones it would have been better it's a good point you made if they have an app in the yeah, future yeah. that would be good to just get in there if it was a straight app and you could turn the notifications on because what kept happening right is obviously when you're rolling around you don't want to have your phone in your hand all the time because yeah. you know it's it's not easy and it, and let's be real as well it was cold when we were doing <laughs> yeah, this and at yeah. the start it was raining so i didn't really want to have my phone out too much so like if you just had an app which like beeped or vibrated get, sent a notification through to your phone when the next mission was ready to go or yeah. when this one kind of ended or whatever that would have been a bit better because it did beep but yeah. i think it only beeped when you had safari open yeah when you had safari yeah, open. so once your phone locked or yeah. whatever in your pocket you're not getting the beeps that's true so yeah an app would be would be sick because then you could um also for, from their point of view as well they could do a lot of the back end stuff in the app yeah for example like when we when we've done the uh, original ron when we met the, the guy at the very start he took a picture of us not yeah. not for surveillance this is just obviously for safety and um, administration purposes but like you could you could do you could submit your own picture you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. just to speed it up a little bit yeah, you know what i mean yeah. like and also they like could that. have stuff like you know i don't know if you to walk out of the area that you're working in and stuff yeah. they could have you like locations on just say oi listen mate you yeah you've gone too far you're in the wrong area yeah, of london yeah. mate. you're in south london yeah. now yeah because how <laughs> they did it is they kept it it was it, it you know, it was it was quite a um, contained area, which was which was at first when I saw the the area, 
the size of where we were doing the um, experience. I was yeah. like, oh, it's very small. It was a very, yeah. very small area. But actually, once you start doing it and then you realise you're having to kind of go to very specific places, because what they say is they give you a grid reference and they're like, you need to go to this grid reference and then look for something or whatever. It's like that grid reference, even though the area ends up being quite small, mm. Like there's a lot of places where they can hide these specific things yeah. in these areas. Yeah. So it's like yeah. if it was any bigger, man, it could it, it would be it'd be crazy. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they don't get me wrong. They probably could do it bigger. They probably could do you know in the future the whole of London if they wanted to. So you mm-hmm. ha- you know you'd have to get tubes to places and buses and blah blah blah. But yeah. it's like it just makes the whole thing a lot longer. And obviously they'd have to do it across a whole day, whereas instead of a couple of hours. I don't know if I could take the pressure. Yeah, yeah, no, it'd be <laughs> the hard. stress. Be hard. The stress. Be hard. But um. Also, oh yeah, one more thing, Nick. You were so good at unseeing people. Like during during, during the missions, we'd like walk past each other, and people didn't know we were together. Yeah. Nick could be talking to you, and you'd think he's gonna walk up to you, but he just walk past you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, I see you. Don't don't look at me, mate. Don't, don't make don't make eye contact. Don't look just at me. like yeah, but because the thing is, like I said before, you're you become so paranoid. Yeah. When you're do when you're involved with this, like the best example that I can give you is five minutes before the first mission started so we've already done the rendezvous where you meet the original guy and he 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 gives you some material and then he says go away have a look at this stuff and then you know we'll we'll be in contact via the safari um site so we were sitting in a prep just waiting to start right we're just having a a coffee (laughs) or whatever us three we're just sitting there planning our tactics and all that setting up skype yeah 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 setting (laughs) up skype but then then i realized we were talking quite loud when we were in there yeah and then like there was this one guy sitting on a table one guy and he'd finished his coffee and that and he was still sitting there i started getting paranoid i was saying to you guys i was like this guy's in on it man (laughs) this guy he's sitting there man he's finished his coffee and that man talk talk quieter he's listening to us and then when we left to the prep when they finally gave us you know what we had to do next we were like look behind us make sure that guy's not coming out in yeah. fact even before that it started didn't it when we were walking to the prep oh yeah like as soon the, as we had our, oh. as soon as we started the game we did like a little you take a left you take a right yeah because there was this one guy that, yeah, yeah we, we left the rendezvous and this one guy came out of nowhere and there was yeah. behind all three of us and we were like right Marcus you go straight us lot will go right like <laughs> then, then, then I, he was just, he even in the game no he just turned out he was unlocking his bike great that's all he was doing great. love it love but it but that's what it does to you man and, and like if, if if you're like me and you, you just really enjoyed doing stuff like this when you were younger and you're bored of the norm as well, because, you know, like, as I said earlier, there's loads of things you can do in London or whatever, but it's like, it's a bit, it's a bit same, same, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like if you want to try something different and, and not just alcohol. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not and, just and a you, drink. You don't yeah. want to go down the pub or yeah. whatever like this. I couldn't recommend it enough. And I'm saying that from the heart. Like I had such a good time and like I don't mean to sound like some you know fitness boring guru now but it's actually getting you out there as well yeah, like yeah. walking about like I was tired after doing this man you we were running well. about yeah, yeah, yeah. walking about yeah. all day like well not all day but you know for basically two and a half hours straight yeah. you're darting about like yeah. and you're running you're walking so it's, it's getting people active man which is nice sometimes yeah man I enjoyed it I enjoyed it I think it was wicked and yeah to be fair co-sign everything you say and also like the money side of things Cost wise, it's like twenty twenty five quid a ticket for yeah. it. Really, that's what it, that's what it costs you if you want to go and do it. Yeah, and which to I, me, that's that's good value for money. That's I think cinema that's fair money. enough. That's I think, money. I yeah. think that's fair enough because yeah. like not there's 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 a lot of people behind what's going on as well. The guys who run it, yeah. you know, what I mean, there's they they they've got 
the, the the website obviously costs them money to have and then they've got to like pay themselves and and you know there must have been about five or six different kind of actor um like guys who were playing part playing yeah. different parts in the in the experience so it's like it's not i i, I think it's value for money if you mm. if you base it on things like that do you know what i mean like 20 pounds that's brother cinema money i'm trying it's, to yeah it's, i'm it's trying to honest. compare yeah. like 20 pound right if you go to the pub you and a couple of your mates that's 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 a couple of pints yeah like or, or if you buy a round yeah that's like and that's one round and you've drunk that in 10 minutes yeah whereas this is um you know two and a half hours of something completely different something fun and um yeah i think it was totally worth it man wicked well that was our killer bit this week man undercover london sick it was amazing sick loved it man um but yeah nick let's get stuck into a little bit of what's going on in the world Nokia go on remember how they used to be the biggest they dogs in the park the dons oh my days before you continue right 3310 that's all I'm saying bro <laughs> I mean for your international listeners it might have been a di- it might have been it had different digits or it might have been a different model number or whatever but over here the Nokia 3310 was the phone bruv indestructible as well exactly and that is what well, we're going to be talking about the uh where Nokia is right now in just a few seconds. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So we at How To Kill An Hour love Hitman. Sick, sick game. So we decided to give away a collector's edition of the game, which comes with hit the Hitman game and collector's box, Agent 47's chess master statue, um, digital game download, the art book as well, tie clip set. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's that's good. That's good. Yeah. The tie clip set. Uh, and the Requiem blood money pack, uh, exclusive outfit and weapons. So to be in a chance with winning all of that, all you need to do is go to howtokillanhour.com forward slash win. So that's howtokillanhour.com forward slash win. So yeah, Nokia's Nick. Yeah, come on. 33 10. It was. Do you know what? For me, Nokia started before the 3310, though, because like a lot of people talk about the 3310 being the most iconic phone that Nokia put out there, which it probably was. But for me, the fun started with Nokia with the 5110. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this because you, you, I think you're a little bit younger than me. Like, uh, uh, I don't remember that. I think the 5110, right? It was the one where you could only change the front. It had that a, was it, the, that was the 5146. 5146 was the second edition of is the 5110. Oh, all right, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, Nick's, Nick's going in. Uh, old school, <laughs> bruv. Trust me. 5110, <laughs> yeah. you could change the front. It's the same as the 5146, okay, yeah. but the 5146 was a slightly upgraded version. What was the difference? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. Yeah. But a 5110, you could change the front and you could change the aerial. Yes. Now, that is when phones had aerials, bruv, because that was the thing that was missing on the 3310. No aerial. All right. On the 5110 and the 5146, you could change the aerial and have like a mad long light up colours, different, bare different colours in the aerial. So it's like when someone phoned you, your aerial would like, <laughs> bling, 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 bling. It'd be like red and pink and blue. And like, it was sick, bruv. It was so good. So, so good. That was your favourite Nokia, yeah? Yeah, my favourite Nokia. I remember the one that Neo had in the Matrix. That's the one that everyone wanted when I was coming up as well. The one that he had where... You the banana your, one. Put, banana it? one where you push a button and, and it goes... Shoop. Yeah, yeah. Goes, and you go, hello? And then after your phone call, you can go... Whoop. And yeah, yeah, that and flip phones because flip phones were the best phones to hang up on. People. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was just about to say because it's like epic. It's yeah. epic when when you end the call, you can just go. Yeah. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> like straight, like shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you can even be like, yeah, mum, thanks, mum. Okay, mum, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll see you later. Who was that? Don't worry about that, bro. Shut up. But yeah, but um, yeah, Nokia used to be the biggest dog in the park. Everyone knew what a Nokia ringtone was. It's probably still known now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It is fr- pretty much fair enough to say Nokia was the biggest phone. But Microsoft have acquired. Oh, Nick just showed me a picture of it. Wow. So yeah, that is the original fifty-one ten. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they- it had a game on it called Snake. Snake was the best so mobile good. game at the time. So um, good. Basically, yeah. it was just like a pic- a snake 
which was like a few pixels long, eating another pixel. And every time I ate a pixel, it got a bit longer. Yeah. And then you'd eat as many pixels as you could until the snake filled up the screen. Yeah. Sounds so silly. Well, now that we've got yeah. iPhones and that, yeah. I mean, it's laughable, isn't it? Yeah. You know like, what I mean? But is it like GTA? No, yeah. no, it's not yeah. like GTA. No, it's not. It's not, it's not like FIFA that you can play on your iPhone <laughs> now, bro. You know what I mean? It's mad. These were the games that molded us, though. Do you know what I mean? Like if if I we didn't have Snake, well, yeah, you yeah. can you can get it as yeah. an, an app now. But if if we didn't have Snake, right? We wouldn't be the same people that we are today. That's yeah. what it is. Do you know what I mean? Never look at snakes in the same way. It's... I always want to throw pixels at them now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so um, Nokia being acquired by Microsoft. Okay. Um, uh, which is like a big deal and like, quite an emotional speech. The head of Nokia, the CEO said, um, we didn't do anything wrong, but somehow we just lost. Yeah. And it's kind of true. Like they... Nokia didn't. It's weird. It's weird how Nokia were like the dons. They were the leaders. They were bro. the leaders, and then now they're like just some little company. That, if I'm honest, I bet Microsoft bought them out just for frigging peanuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be nothing. You got to think of it right. Like iPhones now, Apple. Should I say yeah. Apple? Like they're the, they're the king at the moment, right? And and they're not doing anything wrong. They're bringing yeah. out new phones and blah blah. And you got to think of it like same five years time. Apple is just nothing, yeah. nothing. Because the turnover was quick as well yeah. with Nokia. Nokia were like the dons, the dons. 30 years of the 3310 and blah, blah, blah. The 8310, 8210 as well, which was like the smallest phone ever, I think yeah. it was. And then it was like, within five years, I think, it, do you know what it was? It was the shift into smartphones. Yeah. Nokia weren't quick enough with they it. They weren't, they weren't. They were Black- too slow. BlackBerry took over yeah. and we all know BlackBerry isn't doing so well at the moment and, and now it's Apple. So my question is, Nick, is could this happen to Apple? Could you see this happening? It's so hard because obviously technology is something that moves all the time. It's one of those things. Technology is so fast paced and it moves quick. I mean, you've only got to look at, right, this is, I'll give you an example. Do you remember when flat screen TVs came out? Plas- mm. Plasma TVs, right? Because mm. before that, we were all dealing with TVs that weighed about, uh, you know, a ton. Yeah, you'd it's have like, to carve out a hole in your wall. If you wanted yeah. a flat screen look, you'd yeah. have to carve out exactly, a hole in your yeah. wall and push the TV yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you used to have to go and pump some weight in the gym just to lift up your telly. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. But, like, times have changed. And nowadays, um, flat screen TVs, which when they first come out were four grand to buy four uh, thousand pounds to buy three thousand pounds to buy you can pick up a 42 inch flat screen now for 200 pounds 300 pounds so technology changes so fast but the thing that i will say about apple is they're such a massive global company Mm. that like i think it will be difficult for them to lose track on the future they will have people out there who are keeping tabs on all the other guys. Because yeah. I think that's what it is now. It's almost like technology scouts. They will have technology scouts out there looking at what, you know, Samsung are doing with their stuff, looking at what Microsoft might potentially do with this new acquisition of Nokia. Like, they will be looking at that and just going, all right, well, we'll just do that. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll take a bit of that, do this, put our own spin on it. I mean, they almost got in hot water about it. I mean, they did, didn't they? Yeah, like, they, like, they lost the lawsuit. Yeah, they tried Sam- to sue Samsung, saying and, that they copied the iPhone. And then Samsung done the DJ Khaled counter-sue. <laughs> counter-sue. And then, uh, yeah, it all got peak for Apple. Yeah, but so yeah. they said, you played yourself. Yeah, exactly. You played yourself, Apple. <laughs> Major key. Major key, um, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't, personally, I mean, you can never say never yeah because obviously back in the heyday of nokia we would have been like never will nokia fall off Couldn't but even imagine it yeah, yeah yeah no it was unimaginable as you say but like for apple because of the reputation that they have globally mm. in everything i can't see it happening do you think 
because this is I think I lean into this I feel I feel like they've managed to seep into every part of your life and the fact that you let's be honest all biases out the window your Mac your iPhone your iWatch hook up with your yeah. hook up better than ever that's what and it is and hook up with your mates phones better than ever they do little yeah. things like iMessage is only available if yeah. you've got an iPhone but you know what with iMessage you didn't have to download an app nope. you didn't have to do anything what did you have to do just have the phone and that's it your iMessage and straight away you've, you've hit the nail on the head because for me like I love Apple products anyway right I'm a big fan of Apple products yeah. and everything that they do but I do feel trapped like, and a lot of people feel the same way as me because yeah. once you have a couple of Apple products that is it yeah. That is it. You ain't going anywhere else because yeah. I'm not getting an Android now and and like sending green text messages, fam. Like that's dead. <laughs> that's dead. When so, when I click on someone, right, and they're they when I'm about to text them and the message don't turn blue, do I'm like, bit, do you, I feel disappointed in I, them. I'm like, fam, are you living it with Fred Flintstone? <laughs> like, are you living in Bedrock? Do yeah. you know what I mean? This yeah. is ridiculous. Like, I want. To, to, to iMessage people but that's because I'm selfish I'm a selfish iPhone user but I have got the Apple Watch as you say I've yep. got an iPad I've got two Mac laptops and I've got the iPhone so yeah. it's like for me to change phone now because that's the that's the thing that I'm most likely to change because um, you know that's the thing you up, 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 upgrade the most your phone so I did look at the Samsung Galaxy Edge which can I just say is a fantastic phone. I will say that now on record. Because I'm not one of these people that's like, you know, normally if someone's like Apple, they're like, oh, fuck Android, man. Like, I can't stand mm. Samsung, blah, blah. I'm not that guy. I'm, I can appreciate what Samsung yeah. do. For me, the uh, Samsung Galaxy S6 Edge is an amazing phone. My girlfriend's got one, in fact. She's mm. she's greedy, though. She's got the, the iPhone and the Samsung. Yeah, that's, I, that's I, greediness. Yeah, that's cake why, and eating it. I don't know why you would need both. It's a great, great phone. And I was looking at it for ages like, should I upgrade to this? Oh, this is amazing. I love the, the edge screen and blah, blah, blah. The camera is so good, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The screen is amazing as well. But then I was like, fam, I've got an Apple Watch. <laughs> if I upgrade my phone from an Apple phone to a samsung my apple watch this is no word of a lie the apple watch is pointless it's redundant yeah because it it connects to your phone by bluetooth so everything you do on the apple watch is basically done on your phone your phone is like the hub yeah so like if i go on my apple watch for example right now and i want to um i want to look at let me just load up an app i want to look at my emails yeah i click on emails it's loading that from my phone now through right. bluetooth it, the, the, the Apple Watch doesn't connect directly to the cloud yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It will do. Next one. It yeah, will do. One day. Yeah, yeah, it will do. But then yeah. once it does that, then it will be very. It'll be. A, it'll be a different story. Yeah, do you know? Phone what will, I mean? The phone will be a hard sell. Yeah, you, like you wouldn't want the phone. It's funny because I almost wonder: Will Apple do that? You know, that's a question that I'm thinking in my head. Do they want you to be able to just buy the watch and not have the phone, or do they want you to have to have both? Like, that's a question that you know answers on a postcard, isn't it? if we were in a room and we had the choice to sell a watch that connected to the internet by itself or or you could put a sim card in and we were aware that that would stump our phone sales or we could release a watch that had to connect to your phone so it kind of would encourage people to maybe even get an iPhone with a watch it's, we had that decision. What would you do? Well, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> keeping them locked in, mate. Yeah, I'm exactly. keeping them. Like, I'm like, yeah. you got to have the phone to have the watch. Yeah, exactly. But like, is, are they are they are they cutting off their nose to spite their face though with this? Because it's like, 
you know, they've got to weigh it up. Obviously, the people that work at Apple are a lot more clever than me and a lot more screwed yeah. on when it comes to this subject. But it's like yeah. they've got to weigh it up. Is it more worthwhile trapping, say, say, say if you've got 10 people, right? And four of those 10 people have an iPhone, so they'll then in turn buy an Apple Watch. Is that as good as having all 10 people having an Apple Watch? Or is it better to have the four people having the phone and the watch? You know what I mean? 16 products sold instead of 10 products sold. Think about it. Eight people. Four people. Is it four, four people? Four. Oh, four. Four. Eight. So, yeah, exactly. Ooh. So it's like, it's, it's things like that. Yeah. You've got to look at like the, you know. Great maths, Marcus. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't worry, I'm rubbish at maths yeah. as well. Uh, yeah. if, 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 you, if you wouldn't have brought it up, I would have been like, yeah, 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 16, 16. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, interesting, man. But um, so like, what would be what like let's let's dig into this quickly. What do you think is the next step then for for tech? With we've, we've got the iWatch, phones are doing a, th- a lot. Like I said, Samsung are coming out with some great stuff. Mm-hmm, would you mm-hmm. be up for testing stuff like that if if that yeah, comes yeah, our yeah, way? Because yeah, um, definitely um, potential. I'm a I'm a big tech geek, man. Yeah. Like when when the like for example, you know, the Apple Watch is not it's not revolutionary to have an Apple Watch now. Mm-hmm. But like when mm-hmm. it came out, I was like, I want one of those straight yeah. away. I, I had the Nike Fuel Band as well when that first came out because you know I, I I'm I'm into all wearable tech and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, totally totally up for that but um it's funny because certain things haven't really taken off though you know what i mean like google glass they folded that you know i almost i almost bought it with them i almost went and copped i went to the um they had like a google glass shop like yeah. a like a sort of exclusive thing you had to sign up for and i went in there i tried it on and it just wasn't they didn't sell it to me. I don't you know, know what it was. It just didn't. It didn't reach out to me. I never ever had a go. Never had a go. So yeah. what was it like? Just to, like for, for those people listening to the podcast right now, try who who like me have never experienced it. What was it? Were there like apps in your eyes? Like it, like it was it like a small screen that was. No, it wasn't center of your eyesight on one eye. It was just slightly out of the way, but it was clear enough for you to be able to read, get directions and stuff. Like imagine the key information you get from your phone popping up kind of probably what comes up on the on the on the iWatch really yeah. on the Apple Watch is um is what you get so for example I saw applications like say you were walking down the street you could put google maps on get put locations in and it would it would stay dark but then when it was time to take a right a little right arrow would come up ah. like a colored one be like ah oh, turn right. right or there were more interesting applications like you could look up at the sky at nighttime and there was an app that would um, highlight all of the stars' names yeah, and stuff yeah, like that, yeah, just right. showing you that it could show you where you were. And, I, and that was cool. But then I was like, I have to connect this to my phone. Yeah, all the time. It's like the Apple Watch. It's in another that sense, thing so. to charge. Yeah, and I'm just like, I was just like, you know what? I'd rather not. It's like, it's really hard to guess what like it's really hard to, to guess what's next for tech because the 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 kind of obvious thing, man, would be something like Google Glass, Google Glass yeah. it? but we've already seen it didn't work. It didn't like, work. What are they going to do? Are they going to bring out contact lenses that can do it so you don't have to wear something on your face? Like, obviously, this is this is in the future, future yeah. now. I mean, you know, but like, that would be better because a lot of people were put off from Google Glass because you had to wear something on your face. Yeah, and I think it was the sort of people found it intrusive like if i was wearing google glass right now you could take you'd be thinking are you filming me yeah yeah what you like are you are you like running background checks like with facial recognition i could look at you and just be like yeah Yeah. nick bright yeah Yeah, what's going like which is cool if you if for you if you forget names all the time because you'd be like oh i should should get a pair man oh wait they're folded (laughs) (laughs) but i think people used to call them glass holes and stuff like they hated it because they were like um I think they just found that people having this device that could record all time it's like when people have gopros on cyclists yeah. have gopros on they're kind of saying to everyone 
watch your mouth yeah, and yeah, record yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. people don't like to be censored in that way. So I think we have to become comfortable with that or have some sort of signal that shows that it's not recording. And then everyone would be cool. Because I think if we're in a room full of people all wearing Google Glass, we'd all be on our best behaviour because yeah, we don't yeah. know what would be going on. It'd be interesting. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird concept, yeah. um, Google Glass, but it's if, if somebody can do it in the right way, maybe we've seen a taste of the future early with Google Glass. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. You know, who knows? Who knows what will happen? Yeah. Um, and when it comes out, we will be testing it. Um, let's uh, dip into a light one though, Nick. Nissan and a chair firm, Okumura, have developed office chairs that can tidy themselves away. Oh. All you have to do is clap. However, uh, they have no no uh, plans to sell the technology just yet. Um, they have cameras around the office that tell the chairs where to go so, uh, so they can gather around the tables. But I want them to share that with me, bro. Yeah, I need that. I need that now. What's yeah, going man. On? I want that for I want that for my socks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't do anything again. Like, yeah. what can it, what, when it says clean, what's it capable of doing? Surely it um, can't like. What is it got robotic arms? Like I don't understand. So you, you clap, and I think the chair. Uh, I think you clap, and the chair just wheels itself back under the table. It's hardly really kind of cleaning the office. Well, you know, tidying up the office a bit, isn't it? Chairs are messy. Yeah. I, 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 until they get it to the stage where, like, it can pick up my boxes. Oh, you mean, like, you want a full robot yeah, that can yeah, just come yeah, along and yeah, tidy yeah. up the house? Yeah, well, I say that, right? But you've seen iRobot, yeah? Yeah, Will yeah. Smith movie. I'm on, the, I'm on Will Smith's side. I think we're not that far away from having robots living in our yard. Like, seriously, I think robots will live in our houses within 100 years or something. And I think we're not that far away from having robots living in our yards. Like... In a hundred years or something like that, we will have robots living in your house that you can tell to do chores and sweep up. And then there will be a robot revolution. And then Will Smith will say, look, did you watch iRobot? I told you so, bro. All these years ago. I don't trust it. Like, I'm so paranoid about stuff like that. But I'll probably be gone in a hundred years anyway. So it's cool. Do you know what I mean? Or you'll be in a robot. Yeah, exactly. Then I'll love them. I mean, they'll be great. They'll be the greatest thing since sliced bread then. You know what I mean? But like... Yeah, it's, it's a really weird concept for me. But this, it sounds like it's it's leaning towards all of that. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, Nissan, a big Japanese company, and I know in Japan that um, they are developing artificial intelligence all the time. Yeah. Um, Their I think toilets I, are next level uh, out there. Well, when I went to, when I went to Thailand, right, yeah. um, in Bangkok, I stayed in a, a, a Japanese hotel chain mm-hmm. called the Akura Prestige. They've got them, like, all over the place, but it's the Japanese hotel. And they had, like, a... a t- toilet seat like that it was mad bruv it's Talk like it. It, well I, I don't know if if, you, if you're eating whilst listening to the podcast it might be best to um i don't know if you're eating cocoa pops. chocolate yeah cocoa <laughs> plops like you know what i mean but yeah basically like it it cleans your your backside basically yeah yeah, yeah like you get like you get a nice like water jet you know nice bit of cleanage and then it dries it as well like it's cool should we have this over here in the uk should we ship this in? Should we? Sorry. Should we have this in? Should we, should we ship it in? Oh, ship it! In. <laughs> ship it! In, oh, yeah. right. Okay. I was, I was just checking. Um, it's funny they got it in some places already. I stayed in the Shard, right? Which is um, uh, if 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 you're listening abroad, it's basically like a tall building that we have over here. That's got a hotel in there called the Shangri La Hotel. Yeah, yeah. That's a Chinese hotel chain, I think. And they've got them in there. Mm. I obviously managed to use it. Like what in the. T- I've only used the urinals in there. What? It's in the normal toilets. I don't know about the public toilets, oh, but in the hotel. In the hotel, yeah, yeah, when you stay yeah, in the hotel in your yeah. room, like All it's right. got it in the room. It's funny though because it's got because um, obviously 
men and women use the toilet as okay. as is what toilets are all about. Yeah. So it's got a front wash as well if you want a front wash. But I mean that's no good for for I'll, us dudes. I'll just do, do it. I'll just do it anyway. <laughs> it's like why not give me some frontage? Yeah, give you some shampoo, <laughs> conditioner, comb over. I've seen I've seen toilets in in Japan the the on only this is only online because I've never been to Japan but mm. I've seen I've seen toilets that like they wipe themselves as well so you know like if you pee on the seat which yeah. is like a common problem yeah. you know what I mean um, right of way I like to yeah. say right of passage they, they've got toilets where the seat spins and like it's got like a a, a, a wiper which basically wipes all the the residue is the it? seat yeah, oh, yeah I've yeah. seen a viral video somewhere where somebody drops a shit on yeah, the actual yeah, toilet that's, seat yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> and it, smu- yeah. it just smudges yeah. it all around yeah, yeah, so you know the thing I'm on yeah, about yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, oh. I mean why would you drop a, a shite on there though man that's I just nasty know. I mean if it was in your yard you wouldn't do that would you well, nah, some nah. people might you know, I think know. people you know like I know that, I know there are people that are you know I'm, I might be one of them you know when you go what, to the you club you on the toilet seat you know when you're at the nightclub and someone devastates the toilet I've got a mate he's that guy at a nightclub if you go into a toilet at any time after midnight, yeah, the toy, the for some reason in the me- I know about the, the men's, the men's, the, yeah, yeah, is the, men's. Just... the the urinals, they're just wee in it. But the main, like the, the the one cubicle or two cubicle they get, they're devastated oh. by someone. Like it's my so. Mate. Yeah, do you know what though? I was I must say I had an emergency one time. Right, it was <laughs> I, I was DJing. Yeah. I, I was DJing in Bournemouth. Yeah. It's where you used to play. Actually, you, you used to oh, DJ uh, in cameo. Dust, um, it, it used to be called Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. 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 So it's got upstairs room and then downstairs, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I was yeah. DJing in the upstairs room there, right? And um, I never forget, I had a mad emergency. I was DJing in the upstairs room, and you know when like you, your belly just goes, <laughs> you know when yeah. you get that one, and you're like, this ain't gonna be a normal, a normal thing. This it's is gonna be a dribbly plot. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna be a. A, a straight, liquid. Yeah, straight water. It's going to be a Nutribullet. Oh, uh, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was a joke, bruv. And yeah. so what happened, right, is I, I ran into the toilet of the club. Mm. And what you just said, you just summed it up perfectly. The cubicles were devastated. <laughs> devastated. And I was like, I can't go in there. There's no way. So I ran up the hill. Where that club is, there's a hill. It's down like a hill. So I ran up the hill to the KFC. There's a KFC in Bournemouth. Um, if you're from Bournemouth and you're listening to this, you'll know exactly where that is at the top of the hill. Just just on the roundabout. There's a big main You ran round. all the way from the club to KFC? Ran all the way up there. Yeah. And um, right. basically, I got into KFC and to my horror... When I got into KFC, you ready for this? To my absolute horror, it was takeaway only. So you couldn't get round to where the toilets were. Oh. There was like shutters that had been pulled down. Um, so yeah, I basically ran back to the club and had to use the devastated toilet. And I devastated it some more. Was, your, was it hover game? Uh, it was, was hover, hover game. game. It was hover. It's like the squats that I've been doing at the gym that week had really helped. <laughs> and what, what happened to the music that was playing though? <laughs> Luckily, it's when I used to go back to back with... Um, it's funny, I, my, my flatmate, me and him have always DJed together um, until more recent times because he's playing house music and stuff now and I'm playing hip hop and R&B. So like, it don't really work. But yeah, he just carried on DJing. And when I got back, I was like, sorry, bro. It was an emergency, and it is one of those one of those things. And what did he say? 
He's just like, no worries. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> but um, on that note, Nick, we've uh, we've pretty much killed an hour out here, man. Thank you very much for hopping on today's show. Um, can you give us all the socials, though, if people want to find out more about you? Yeah, yeah, wicked. Nice one, Marcus. It's been great. Um, if you want to keep up with me on Twitter, it's at uh, NickBrightDJ. Um, Instagram's the same thing. Snapchat's the same thing. Nick Bright DJ, man. I'm that on everything. So, yeah, find me there. Yeah, man. Also, I'm on Extra as well. Don't yeah, of course. BBC Radio 1 Extra, Saturdays and Sundays, 10 a.m. till 1 p.m. Yeah, thank you very much, man. Yeah, so that was How to Kill an Hour. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe, review, comment on iTunes. Uh, we'll give you a shout-out as well. If you want to know how to do that, we put the link in the description, so just click there. I've been Marcus Bronzy. I've been Nick Bright. There are many ways to kill an hour, but thank you for killing one with us. Peace. Uh, we at How to Kill an Hour love Hitman, so we decided to give away a collector's edition of the game, which comes out with the Hitman Game and Collector's Box a, the Agent 47 Chessmaster statue, a digital game download, an art book, tie and clip set. Yes, a Hitman tie and clip. Uh, and a Requiem Blood Money pack, which basically has some wicked outfits and weapons that you can't get anywhere else. If you want to be in a chance of winning all of that, all you have to do is go to howtokillanhour.com slash win. That's howtokillanhour.com slash win.